live. We are live. We are live. We are live. It is time. But that's unfortunate. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> no. After 100 episodes, I still a fucked it up. There is literally no excuses up. now. I 100. <laughs> yo. Yo. But guys, guess what? This is the joy of doing it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Here we go. And just to show, just to show that we're still having fun. We're still, like, mm. we're still doing it. Um, yeah. This is should I play that. I messed that one up. Are you sure? Good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is should I play that. Your, your, your gaming podcast where we talk about, you know, all things gaming, culture, everything that surrounds it. And, uh, like I said before, this is episode 100. I'm here joined with James and Rod, my guys. Episode one. Yo, how's it, how does it feel? How does it feel? How do y'all feel? I, you know what? It doesn't feel like a hundred for me, cause I have not been here the whole time. But I am glad to be here for this milestone with y'all. And uh, this is this is pretty incredible, man. This is incredible mm-hmm. what you guys have built. I'm just glad to be a part. Man, we're glad that you're here for the ride. Um, I mean, honestly, like the way I look at it is that, you know, we, we collectively, all the three of us have, I feel like made allusions as to, or flat out said, hey, we're on episode whatever, only episode 50 guys, halfway to 100. Or I remember back even on like episode 20, we were like, oh man, only 80 to go. Like we were just counting down slowly and now we're finally here. And I think that that is a really great accomplishment. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't stick with something for, you know, 100 times, you know, Um, especially for the length of time that we do it. Um, You know, we've been kind of going for a year and a approaching a year and a half, I think. I don't think we're at that 1.5 mark yet, but I think we're about to hit that soon. Um, And so, yeah, I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm sure we're going to talk about this later. Uh, but I- I'm excited. I'm very excited to see what today brings and the next 100. Oh yeah. You know, it's uh, this is this is a great this is a great time because this is something that you know, like you said, we've been building up for this. I think as soon as we hit double digits, I was like, "Yo, we made it past episode <laughs> mm-hmm. seven, which I feel like most podcasts don't make it past episode seven or eight. Like at that point, mm-hmm. people like they fall off. They um just didn't like what they're doing they're working with the wrong people so Mm. you know at that point like you said i think by episode 20 we started getting you know uh, reaching out to guests and everything yep and we've had some great guests 100 episodes yes we we really have like that's that 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 i think is the one aspect that i feel like we were really fortunate in is that we were able to get like good guests and get them early like we didn't you know, it wasn't like we just started getting guests. Like, we got them pretty early. Uh, and, and repeat guests as well, which is always cool. Yeah, so, shout out to Herb. Shout out to Herb. Yes, yes. Shout out to Herb. Right there. <laughs> so, before, you know, before we even, before we jump into our regular show, before we sort of, you know, talk about, you know, gaming, we talk about, you know, episode 100 shenanigans. Um, you know, on this show, I, you know, we always talk about how we want to, you know, be able to pause the game and talk about real stuff so if you don't know uh this past you know last night actually um there was a murderer going around atlanta killing uh asian americans uh he went from 
Uh, massage parlor to massage parlor. Uh, specifically targeting, you know, these people. And I'm, I'm specifically choosing to use these words because when you watch the media, when you watch the news, these aren't words that they're saying. They're saying, yes. you know, they're using words making it seem like uh, he's, you know, he just had it. Here's, here's the worst thing. What the the uh, the police captain, sheriff, whatever he was, was like, yeah, you know, we talked to him this morning and just seemed like he had a bad day. <sighs> y'all. Wild. Y'all. Y'all listen. Mm-hmm. You hear me? When I have a bad day, you know what I do? I take my weighted blanket, make like two bags of popcorn, sit in my bed and watch Netflix. That's like my like just that's my bad day remedy. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty out, solid remedy. But to go out and kill eight people. It's just a bad day. I don't, know if that was a, I don't know if that was a poor choice of words, if that was misspeaking. But no, like, no, there's no, like, you can't, like, no. Um, even if it was, I think that this captain needs to be held accountable for saying bullshit like that. And I think just in general, we just have to, you know, I always say if you see something and you're in the realm of being, you know, being safe, of course, but being able to like say something against something that's wrong, like do it. Like if you have you have the power of words, you have the power of like whatever influence that you have to say, to say something positive. And right now, mm-hmm. our you know our brothers and sisters, they're you know they're they're receiving so much hate, and it's mm-hmm. from you know numerous things, things that have been going on you know of course over this past year with the pandemic. But, of course, also things that are just out of their control because, you know, people, haters are just going to hate. They're going to hate regardless, like, for no, for no, you know, rhyme or reason. But, um, yeah, you know, I definitely want to give us some time to sort of, like, you know, sit back and talk about this stuff and mm-hmm. sort of have a conversation about it so that, you know, as gamers, we, gamers tend to, at least in the public's eye, come off as you know these socially inept uh people that you know don't really talk about stuff they sort of stay in their own world y'all that's some bullshit you know it you know that i know it you know it um we are all like people that we're all go-getters look at all of the people over this you know this past i want to say last like five years who've like became content creators who've like gone and like do great things build Mm -hmm. platforms People that are socially net cannot do stuff like that. People can like if if you, I feel like if you can't like be able to speak on what's right and wrong, and you have a platform, like that's a huge disservice. It's horrible. But I sort of went on for a little bit. I want to sort of give you guys some time too to you know say what's on your heart. Um, mm-hmm. James, uh, do you what you what do you think about this whole situation? What's what's in your mind? Ah uh, man, so. I have heard about the whole situation. I had not really gotten the details till a few minutes ago. Uh, just reading through a couple articles, looking around to see what um what have been going on, and yeah, I've been hearing about. I've been hearing other Asian um, content creators, athletes, and the like, celebrities speaking out about um, these attacks that have been going on for the last few months now, if not longer. 
And um, don't not really hundred percent sure what it's motivated by. Some people say it's the pandemic. Some just say this is racist, being racist. It doesn't matter. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Um, there's one bad day. It's not a good reason. I don't care what the Batman comic says. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good reason to go around and murder eight people, eliminate families, and just like take away kids' mothers and, and parents. It doesn't make any sense. Because you had a bad day. The New York Times says that he claims it was a sexual addiction and he carried out the shootings to eliminate his temptation. What does that even mean? It means you don't have any self-control. It makes no sense. If, if that's your reason, you don't need to be out on the street, obviously. Because if you can't control yourself to that point, you have to go and murder people to keep yourself at bay. That doesn't, that doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stupid. Like, mm-hmm. we're all here on the same planet trying to do the same thing that it's not no one's hurting you by just existing and and you can just be so blinded by rage over nothing that you just feel the need to go and do that to make yourself feel powerful to make yourself feel important like what what is that about i don't understand i don't understand Mm -hmm. it with asian people i don't understand anything against black people i don't understand anything against white people i don't understand it period we're all just humans trying to live let them live like if you can't deal with your personal issues that's on you we don't have to suffer for that nobody else should have to suffer for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it uh yeah i mean <clears throat> i mean both of you guys have said uh, really really good things chris i like what you said particularly about what the media isn't saying because i think that that's that's pretty I think that's pretty strong and, and extremely accurate. Um, we're seeing the same type of um, or similar type of coverage that we saw like over the summer when we just we just went through a lot of this stuff um, with with the uh, George Floyd and, and all the other stuff that's been going on with that lately. And, and just like with that, um, because we did talk about that on this show, we had a whole episode dedicated to it. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. But um, you know, we spoke about how this his like is it new this isn't something that like just happened yesterday and it, you know it's taken us all by surprise like it, it really hasn't and for the asian american community like you know there have always been um things like this have always occurred um i think that it, we're seeing a lot of this on a more grand scale because uh because our politicians um you know let's fuck it let's just name drop them like you know people like trump like came in and made that shit okay. Uh, he made it so that uh, people can go out and do things like this and justify it with a, oh, I was, I'm just blown off steam or whatever. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's it's really a it's a combination of things that have been boiling for a, while, a long time. Pandemic certainly didn't help that because of all the rhetoric around it, um, all the harmful shit. About around uh, Chinese people that have like le- legitimately, you know, calling it the Chinese virus, uh, trying to attack Asian Americans in the street um, randomly, like that's it's it's completely unacceptable. You don't, no one needs any of us to say that. Like, I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you don't, but if you do, like, it's not fucking good. It's not okay. It's it's emblematic of a much larger problem. Uh, in our society that is going to take a lot of fixing. So I would I would say that um, our hearts are with uh, everyone in that community right now. Um, there's been a lot of good hashtags going around. I've read a lot of great stories uh, today, yesterday, uh, under, under the Stop Asian Hate um, 
hashtag on Twitter. There was some good stuff on there where just a lot of, this is the time when like people should be listening to um, Asian Americans, like basically shutting the hell up and listening to what they have to say. Uh, just like they did with black people, how we told you guys to shut up and let us tell us, like, let us tell you our story. Like, this is, this is what, this is the time to, to do that, you know, like we need to, um, everyone needs to open up their hearts, their minds and, and, and understand what's going on here so we can make steps to change that. And it's not going to happen overnight. Um, just like with Black Lives Matter, it, it's not something that's over or finished. We're still working on that too. Um, and, and I'm sure this is, will be an ongoing thing as well. So, you know, I want to be in lockstep with that community for sure. And uh, I appreciate you, Chris, for, for bringing this up because I think it's really important. And uh, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely pretty heavy on my mind for sure. You know, that was beautifully said. Like, I feel like, you, you know, you, you hit a really good point about around this time last year. Maybe, I mean, I, I think it was like April, May when things really started popping off. But like, like you said, you know, people like that, that, that those days where those right where the um, protests and then eventually like riots were happening. I feel like, you know, the, the world sort of stood still because it mm -hmm. was something that we saw happening in other countries you know, across mm -hmm. the world, uh, we saw mm -hmm. the NBA, uh, and this was huge, the NBA, like the players, uh, you know, refusing to play mm -hmm. because they, they, they wanted, they, they wanted more than like that, you know, the, you know, the gesture of like, you know, wearing Black Lives Matter t-shirts or like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, these, these blanket statements that these companies put out. Uh, the the players are like no like we, this like we we demand like more out of you know the the NBA so um, I feel like I feel like this is that time to sort of shut up and listen so you know our you know Asian American content creators like if you if you you know want a you know extra platform or anything to talk on uh, you know speak on this uh, please reach out like we'd love to have you mm -hmm. on. Uh, love to you know collab with you and um, you know just stop the hate everybody every, you know people that you know not not saying that you know we we have viewers that would do stuff like this but like if right. you have I mean if you have that in your heart if you have a friend that has that hate in their heart if you have a family member that has that hate in their heart mm -hmm. call that shit out like yep that shit ain't cool it's not cool yeah silence is complicity. Yes, that's that's what I would say to that. <clears throat> yep. So you know, you just want want to say you know uh, our you know, Asian, fellow Asian Americans, we we see you, we hear you, we uh, mm -hmm. you know we're here with you. Um, mm -hmm. We'll we'll all make it through through this together. Well said. Um, yeah. With that. And jump back into our 100th episode extravaganza. I wish I had extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, so for for the people that are watching live, shout out to everybody watching live. If you're listening uh, to our audio playback, um, shout out to you. Shout out to you for for coming through every week. Like I, I, I love that. You know, I have like you know, I have some friends. I have like a cousin. That listens and like will like text me. Uh, shout out, shout out to Sam because she said she's been saying pugilist 
completely like incorrect for years now. I had no idea how to say it until we talked about it on the show last week. <laughs> so shout out to and shout and shout out to to my cousin Ricky. He was the one that I played with in Final Fantasy fourteen. And like okay. when I say this man, like we were, we I think we were doing like a three man dungeon, four man dungeon, mm. what I don't know, some dungeon. And he was like, All right, I, I readied it up and I was like, Oh, we're not gonna wait for other people. He was like, Nah, it's cool. We got it. So this, this man basically soloed the boss by himself. Oh, oh my goodness! Yes, I was I was there. Not even like cheering on. Like I couldn't get like if I got hit like that was it. So yeah, the ultimate carry. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. Yeah, so, it's good to have friends like that. Shout shout out to him. But you know we're gonna go ahead and jump into our uh, what you've been playing. So James, yo, what you've been playing? Oh man, so this week has been a uh, a blend of different things. Um, a few old favorites, Borderlands 3, I spent some more time with this week, still fleshing out my flak build, um, making my way through the story again. Uh, didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, because I really wanted to jump back into Final Fantasy fourteen. Ever since we spoke about it last week on the show, I had just been itching to play. Um, and just been grinding my way through the story. That was something I realized I didn't do. My first time around and my first character, I got super sidetracked, ended up spending a lot of time on small minute quests. If you just beeline the story, you level up really quickly. Who knew? <laughs> so um, I've been learning how to tank. I've been learning how to use my um, my gladiator at this point. I'm still not quite a paladin yet. I think I'm level 23 or 24. And so just like getting used to um, understanding what my attacks do and how to use them in succession to make like a successful combo. Um, it's just been a fun learning experience. It's a role I don't normally play in video games, so it's a different kind of responsibility, but um, I'm really enjoying it. Unfortunately, my computer is not enjoying it so much. <laughs> Started running a little hot on me, so I've been backing off on it the last couple of days. I think I need to get a new cooler or something for my CPU. But that's beside the point. The game is still great. If you haven't tried out the trial, please like just download it on. I think it's on everything at this point. Oh, well, every um, Xbox, PS4, PS5. I don't think it's on Switch. And you can get it on PC. So I would definitely give that a shot. If you've never even played an MMO, I think this is a great uh, starter. Really detailed. Um, makes it lays out everything easily for you to understand what your role is in every type of fight. And just an overall really good time. The community full, tons of people are playing. Um, it's just a never, good, it's a good MMO. It's a great ask, MMO. I never got to ask last week, but um, are you starting like a brand new character, or is this a character that you've been using since you know, you know, the beginning? This is the brand new character because I wanted to redo the story. Hmm. I hadn't been paying attention to it the last time, but um, paying more attention to it, watching all the cutscenes now, just to get a better understanding of the world. Yeah, I see what people were saying. This could be really cool. Final and I'm not even at the good stuff yet. Final Fantasy XIV has like it has a deeper story than most people like give it credit for. Like I feel like they mm -hmm. they actually went out of their way to uh, introduce characters and like plot points. Actually, like you know, like for me, I, it sort of hit me maybe halfway through the main main campaign when I was like, you know what, this is actually interesting. I sort of want to see where this is going. So. Uh, are you wait? So are you soloing this? Are you just playing by yourself? Are you playing with people? I'm just soloing for now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as a tank, you could do that. As a tank, because like I I went through it as a healer, so I had no problem finding 
you know, uh, people or parties to play with. Um, right. Tanking is cool. Uh, DPS, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, that's just never been my style. I've always been like, I've always been like a utility person. I, I like feeling important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Um, hunting Horn over here. Yes. I remember. Man. Oh, wow. That's a deep got, cut. Yeah. yeah we got, I think we got one more week. I told myself I was going to get a day one, but um, I lied. And, um, it looks clean. Rise looks clean. It does. I just. Did you guys. On, did you play the demo, on the though? It's on, I don't I play the demo. Yeah, I, okay. need, I played I a little bit. My Switch. I don't even mm. know where my Switch is. You need to I find got, your Switch. I got to find my Switch. Yeah, I mean, you, you might you might not need to find your switch. Give it a few <laughs> more months, you might have a new one. <laughs> mm. Oh man, yeah, it's episode one hundred and still no Mario Galaxy. Come on. <laughs> oh, come on! Uh, yikes, Chris, what you got? Mm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, speaking of. Actually, no, I have nothing to do with stars here. I've been playing Avengers also. <laughs> so the um the new Avengers patch should be dropping, I believe, tomorrow at the time of this recording. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so Hawkeye should be coming out, and that should be the uh, next gen versions as well. But for some reason, they decided that when this new patch drops, they are going to nerf the rate at which you gain experience, therefore expanding the grind of the already boring content empty game that they have before us. <laughs> Well said. <laughs> so I wanted to get my last little bits of XP, um, unlock Kate Bishop, and take put it through a paces, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I started today. The campaign is still kind of a slog to get to her to play as. So I haven't even got to play her at this point. So Avengers is still Avengers. Thor is still fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't quite understand what the game plan is with this game. Um, I don't think they do either, to be honest. Right, but they there's supposed to be something coming tomorrow from Square Enix at their little uh, at their showcase. Avengers is supposed to be there, so maybe they'll have something. Spider Man, I'm saying it now. Like no one gives a shit about this game. Just give us what we want. Black Panther and Spider Man. I wonder and... if even those two are enough to re- revive or revitalize like this no. game at this point. Not at all. I mean, Spider-Man? Spider-Man Black Panther? No. Yes. I, 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 my, I, my will, I will go to GameStop <laughs> and buy this game for $5, because I'm pretty sure that's how much it costs now, somewhere. I will, I will rebuy this game for those two characters. If Spider-Man PS4 and Miles Morales did not exist, maybe I'd give you that. But if you just want to play Spider-Man, go play Spider-Man. <laughs> But there's no reason to put yourself through Avengers and, and grind through the same five levels, the same two enemies. Oh, sorry, the same four enemies, the same two villains. There's no, there's no point. There have been updates. To be fair, you can run in the helicarrier now. Thank God. Thank you. Captain America can break open doors. Thank God. Okay. There's a ping system. Doesn't quite work yet, but it's there. There needs to be some ways you can like send your um your AI characters to open up doors if your character can't do it. Because mm. I'm standing next to a terminal with Iron Man and um, Black Widow, and they just look at it like this is this is really cool, guys. It's a really nice looking terminal, and and nothing happens. So I don't know if it's still a bug, but Avengers still needs help. Still needs saving. 
I just don't get how Earth's Mightiest Heroes makes the world's weakest game. Man, you are full of zingers you today, are, like yo. for that this game. Boom. Like <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna use as like the title of this episode because you've been you've been dropping gems all episode. I'm sorry, man. I'm just ups- I'm upset. How do you screw this up this badly? And then and there's just been radio silence ever since. Like at least when Halo dropped and and nobody liked it, they came back and like you know what? We'll give you guys like weekly updates, Roddy. Mm-hmm. Like weekly, bi-weekly updates, they just tell yeah. you like this is what we're working on, we're trying. Yep. yep. But you, we have no idea what comes after this with Hawkeye, and everything that they fix is stuff nobody wanted fixing. Yeah. Like they pushed all their plans back like by months, and some of that I guess is understandable because of COVID. But right. But like it, it's been mostly radio silent. Like we were supposed to get Hawkeye like what in October or something. Yeah. Like one month after the game dropped, and they were like, mm, "Covid hit. We're gonna, you know, not do that." And then it was just like nothing. It was just straight nothing for a long time. Because we were supposed to get characters like every month, mm-hmm. um, and there hasn't been any. They haven't even really. They they weren't even fixing the game itself. That was like kind of red flag number one. And you know, again, I'm, I'm sympathetic to like the circumstances in which they were making this game and, and trying to keep up with it. I, I understand development is really hard in these circ- in these circumstances, but this is fair. Um, you know, it's been like six months at this point, seven months almost at this point, and like I feel like we, we we're just now getting uh, Hawkeye, or yeah. I guess Kate is. You said Kate's out. Kate's out. Kate is out. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's. I just have to at some point sort of go hmm what is what is happening with this game i think you've already hit the nail on the head like they don't i don't think they have a a plan because i don't think this game did as well as they wanted it to um as Mm -hmm. far as like retaining players goes that's my only guess what i want to know is who 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 decided this who who uh agreed on this but to to release two bow and arrow characters like back to back do you want people to come pick this game back up? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is in 2017, guys. Was that 2017 when everybody had a bow? Like, this this isn't this isn't Smash uh, with anime sword fighters. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't do it with bow people. It's not the same. Yeah, I I think that was the year, James. Um, yeah, that is a weird decision. That was the first thing I thought, honestly. To me, my rationale behind it was like, okay, they were gonna do this so they could give themselves like a two month buffer to like implement someone new so they could make like two very similar weapon characters like in this at the same time and it was like oh we'll drop them two in a row so you feel like you're getting a lot of content when really they may be like a little more than palette swaps I, I don't know that's me talking out of my ass completely i don't know how different they they actually are mm-hmm. i assume that there's some degree of difference but you know i'm sure they play similarly also, when, when also, you play also, the, also one more thing yeah where are MCU skins. Like, why is that not a thing yet? Because <laughs> that like, costs wanna, too you much money. To spend money. Yeah. Like, I want to throw money. Yeah, give, you got to go talk MCU to Disney skin. at that point. <sighs> Man, you got to get that mouse that that mouse some money. <laughs> but didn't they set up the game? Um, I think they commissioned. Uh, I think like certain parts of it, but I don't know if it could be based on like MCU stuff, like. Like it can't be in the MCU universe, but I'm I'm actually not sure how far that deal went. To be we honest, we want people to buy our stuff, but we don't want to base it off of stuff that they know and like. <laughs> All right, I, I swear I I know we've said this a lot of times, but I would have been completely okay with this game if it was just the single player stuff. 
and they just focus on giving yeah. us like single player expansions yeah i would have been okay with that because the single player is fine i actually liked it a lot it yeah. was like it was the multiplayer that it's every it just feels completely tacked on like at the end of it. it it feels like square enix went to crystal dynamics and said hey destiny is cool division's cool yeah, Avengers Division, maybe, or Destiny, come on. Because um, the Crystal D- Dynamics, they're known for, like, these single-player experiences. So that's what they're trying to give us. Exactly, and that's what they did well on this time. I just don't think it worked out with this multiplayer thing. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and half the time, it just didn't even work. So... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever successfully matchmade with anyone. Maybe, like, once, actually. Well, considering there are like 200 people that are still playing this game <laughs> right now, yeah, I see how that'd be difficult. But at least the AI's pretty good. Mm. But yeah, that's, that's enough about Avengers bashing. I'm sorry. I'll stop. But um, I guess the only other thing I've been messing with was uh, my man Chris came on here, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Mentioned a little something called a backbone. Hey. And it was like, you know what? Seems like it'll be a pretty cool idea. It turns out it was. So I picked <laughs> one up myself. I've been messing with it the last uh, two days, and I love it. <laughs> like nice. it, it, it's it's a very simple product. You just plug it in, and it works. And that's the best thing. Um, you have to download one app, and it turns your whole phone into basically an app drawer, like you had said before, Chris. And I'm playing Samurai Jack. And I hated playing it on mobile before. I, this feels like a console game now. Um, combos are easier. Maneuvering is easier. It it feels it feels right. This feels like what a Switch should be. It's about the same size. The screen is really crisp. Um, colors are vibrant. And everything is just really smooth. Um, outside of the iOS games themselves, remote play is also compatible. So I've been trying those out between the uh, Xbox and the PS5. Fun thing about the Xbox, I was telling you earlier, Chris, it does not have to cut on the Xbox or remote play. Didn't know that. That's crazy. But it'll sit there mm-hmm. in idle state and just stream directly to the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't do certain things like go on to the, um, the game store. You can't go, I guess, to the Microsoft store while you're streaming. But um, if you want to play anything on Game Pass, <laughs> everything on Game Pass, <laughs> you, you've got the option to. Um, and the limitation is your internet connection. And I guess that's the one thing that would hold people back hold people back from buying one of these and really committing to a streaming cloud kind of game service. But if your internet is there, you have nothing to like wait for. This is it. They've they've done it. The buttons feel amazing. These feel better than Joy-Cons. I can like the triggers are responsive, the buttons are quicky, the D-pad feels nice. No, no drift. There's no Not drift yet. here. Not yet. Hey. Give it time. I've, I've, I had will get, I've, I've had friends like day one had drift problems. Nintendo that's fix, true. Nintendo fix your shit. <laughs> We're never getting sponsored now. <laughs> yeah, that's gone. Oh well. <laughs> oh, well. But, um. But yeah, I've just been trying out like a slew of games. At that point, I had tried out um, the Outer Worlds because I wanted a first-person shooter to see how responsiveness works on there. Pretty good. Um. Game can be a little pixely at times, depending on the just the connection. Mm-hmm. But um, when it runs well, everything feels really smooth. I would recommend trying it out. 
Um, I tried The Messenger because I wanted a retro style game. That looks really good on an iOS screen. So it gives you that that NES, SNES kind of feel, but it's it's made for this sort of thing. Which now is wondering how an emulator would run hmm. on here. Um, but yeah, I'm. This might be my favorite purchase from from a gaming perspective, at least in the last like three four months. Hey, I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a it's about time I recommend a product on this show, and people are like, you know what? It's actually good. <laughs> That's, yeah, man. I mean, you, no snow, why, Chris? You had a good choice. I've been, I've been striking out with like things like the Stadia, so I had to like, I had to go. I, <laughs> we, we don't we, talk we, about Stadia. We, we told you. We I, did tell you from the very beginning, like day one. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is a bad idea, Chris. But you knew that though. You knew that too. But apparently, Stadia also works <laughs> with this thing. So if for some reason you do have a Stadia subscription, it works with Backbone. Yeah. There you Stadia, go. So, all right. So, apparently, Stadia will work with it, and you have to play through your Safari browser. Turns out, you can actually do the same thing with Nvidia's um, GeForce Now, and that was something that I was trying. I was, I was, uh, I was looking into. So, I didn't have a chance because I was, I honestly, I've been so busy, like this, this past this whole week, that I there were multiple times where I was like, wait, I have like 15 minutes. Let me go on like Nvidia's website and like sign up for it because. They have like limited subscri- uh, subscribers, so if you wanted to subscribe for like the monthly plan, apparently all of those are sold out. They have I think six month plans now. Um, I think that was like the next tier. So I guess I'll try it out and let y'all know next week how it turns out. But yeah, you could do like it's crazy. You're basically using like a streaming service through the web browser on your phone. That's where the technology is now. Like through a web browser on your phone. That's how we're playing this stuff. Is it smooth though? Is the question. So I've 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 looked that up too. I've depending on your of course it, it really at this point it just falls down to your your internet. If you have if your home Wi-Fi of course is um is five gigahertz. Like that's what you need. At, at this point, if you don't have like if that's not what you're running with for your Wi-Fi, you're doing it wrong. So like upgrade your 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 Wi-Fi router. Um, apparently, they make Ethernet ports for iOS devices. Like I had no idea this was a thing. I was watching a video about it, and the guy was like, "Yeah, like I have this adapter, and I plugged in the Ethernet port." So he did that and like showed the gameplay, silky smooth. Like you wouldn't even know that it was streaming. Um, and then I think he showed like 4G, 5G streaming, and that once again falls down to like your speeds that you're getting, and that looked really good. So I'm excited to try this out. You know, GeForce Now is um, it's based off of what games you have in your Steam library, and also what the developers allow on like the platform. So if a developer doesn't want their game on GeForce Now, they have the right to say, "Hey, we don't want this streamed." Or if they're or if they're cool developers, you know, twenty twenty one developers that are like in the know, they're like, yo, you know, this is cool, this is hip, this is trending. Like, sure, go ahead and do it. You know, you young whippersnappers with your streaming and your <laughs> Wi Fi, uh, go ahead and do it. And yeah, it just it works. It's it's good. I'm I'm excited to try this out. I'll let y'all know how it is next week. Now, my question is: Is this playing off of your own system hardware, or is this like you're renting like a cloud and you're using like high end? 
Oh, so I can play on like 4K Ultra, whatever, if it's supported mm. on GeForce now. So, all right, so the 4K stuff, like, at this point, still isn't, it's still not there yet. Because, um, mm-hmm. you gotta think about it this way. For one, are our screens 4K ready? Like, do you, mm-hmm. like, unless, unless you stream it into like a 4K TV. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not even, like, honestly sure about the specs on people's phones, but. For the most part, you're not gaming on a 4K TV, so right. uh, you're not really going to get that. Honestly, it falls down to you know your latency and frame rate. If you can get those things, those two things going, because most likely if those two things are good, then of course you're not going to get pixels. Or if you do, is not you know uh, in your face. So I don't know. I feel like we, like the technology is here. It's just more or less like just finding the right service to really push this thing. That iOS Ethernet thing has me curious now. I think that would fix so much. But the whole point is I'm trying to be mobile. Hmm. I mean, uh. We're living in an age where a lot, like, I know a lot of people who use iPads as, like, their, like, daily, like, laptop. So, mm-hmm. like, these, you know, Apple, as much as people hate them, as much as people hate their hardware, their, their new stuff is actually, it's actually pretty good. Like... The, this M1 chip, this the wonders that I'm hearing about it, um, hearing about, like, the, the Mac Mini, how, like, it's outperforming MacBook Pros. Uh, wait, isn't that the one in the air, or no? Wait, what do you mean? Hmm? Is, isn't that the processor in the iPad Air, the one that released in 2020, like, at the yes. end of it? Yeah. Okay, because, that, like, that's what I have. I, I bought that, like, a, mm. a month ago. Mm. So, so... Are you doing anything heavy on your iPad yet, or is it like? Is this just, Not yet. You know, okay. I'm just reading on it right now. Um, but I do. I'm interested in Apple Arcade though to try that out for like three months. See how that is. Since Chris, you talked a lot about it, um, I'm curious to check that out. Hey, listen. Actually, you no. Know, we should talk this off, off stream. You know, Apple. I think I need a sponsorship at this point. But <laughs> Apple, you know, they have their. Um, I think it's called Apple One. But it's like their like their super subscription, like their family plan. Yeah, so it's like it's a family plan. So you have up to five people. That's Apple Arcade, Apple Music, two terabytes of storage. Um, mm-hmm. Apple. Fitness, oh, like iCloud. Uh, yeah, iCloud and okay. Apple Fitness and Apple TV. All oh wow! So if y'all wanna, you know, work, you know. Hop on this, hop on the plan. I've been looking for people to to you know, <laughs> We'll call it a a business account. Exactly. Hey, write that shit out. You right. Look at that. You right. James is just <laughs> knocking them out today. It's Look all up here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, I mean, yes. We can talk yeah, about it. We talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. You know, after the show and everything. So, besides that, you know, what do you like the the backbone? Is this? Do you feel like this is your you know your accessory that you throw in your bag before you go out for the day like what like oh yeah like, how do you yeah it's it's already found a spot in the backpack uh in between the ability to charge through the controller which is nice and it brings back a headphone jack which i didn't think yes. i'd ever need or see again Yo, but i've got right. one you're right so has a headphone jack. Hmm? i'm looking forward to to playing with this a bit more it just feels really good in the hand too I'm I'm here for it. Daily driver confirmed. So what we need to do is, um, like you said, the Backbone app 
is essentially your like new app drawer for your games. But at the same time, you know, you could invite friends, you got, you know, create friends, have friends on like that specific platform. And, mm-hmm. you know, me and James, you know, uh, we're, we're friends now on the app. And anytime like he hops on, like, uh, like, like it says James is playing his backbone now. So like, I'll see that. And, uh, you know, at that point I could probably like hit you up and say, Hey, like, let's play call of duty and just play whatever co-op games are on mobile. Mm-hmm. Let me try that out now. Yeah. Genshin Impact might get a playthrough finally. They, they also have uh, rooms too. So I'm guessing I yes. wonder if that's if like that's party chat. Yeah, I wonder if that's party chat. Is that something that will link you together to like play these multiplayer games? I don't know how it works. We'll try it out sometime this weekend. Sounds good. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I have been playing. But uh, sweet Roddy. My guy, for the one hundredth time, good sir. <laughs> what have you been playing? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong at all. For the one hundredth time, that will probably not get old for a minute. Wow. Um. So I actually have been playing a lot. To, to just to be honest, uh, there was I've been kind of dabbling on all three of my consoles and just like having a good time. Uh, but there are really two games I wanted to focus on today. I, I didn't know if I have would have time to talk about like eight things so i was like all right let me talk about like the two things that were the most interesting to me um so one of them was little nightmares um i got that off of games for gold or games game gold whatever when whatever games microsoft gives out like every month yeah um and like redeeming those because i i don't i mean that was actually going to be one of my comments is that their curation is like really bad for that like you don't actually even know what's on the app like first of all it's not on the phone which I think I've complained privately on this show at this time. Like, it, there's no way you can log onto their app and say, "Yeah, I want to get redeem my game for gold." Like, you do that on the PlayStation app, no problem. Super mm-hmm. easy. I do it like every month. Um, you just can't do that on this on the Xbox app. And when you actually log onto your Xbox, then you you have to go to the store. Sometimes you have to search for. It's not on like the initial splash page, so you have to go to like maybe Game Pass or something, and you can see it from there. It's 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 a mess. It's a mess. But I happened to um I happened to redeem it in January or February or whatever when when they were giving Little Nightmares away. Oh, I missed it then. Okay. <laughs> and with uh with Little Nightmares two coming out, and I'm hearing like a lot of good things about that game. I was like, oh, let me try out the first one. So I did. I went ahead and checked it out. And have you guys had a chance to play it? I have not. No? Okay. It's my little nightmares? Yeah. No, it's funny. I bought, like, the collector's edition of that game. Never played it. Interesting. Huh. What compels you to buy the collector's edition? GameStop days? Exactly. I I have a problem. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Um, well, it's really, really cool. Um, I have played about an hour of it, just a little bit over an hour, actually. And it's like a two or three hour game, so not very long at all. Um, but I've had a decent time. It really reminds me of Inside or Limbo. So the those type of games, if you really enjoyed that experience of like environmental puzzles, um, kind of dark shit happening around you, like it had a cool art style, like this game is pretty much that. Um, it has a really nice force perspective that you see where it's like either everything around you is too big or you're too small. And um, like it, it's 
it's fascinating, honestly, like with the visual style, that's actually part of what's getting me going. It's not necessarily a scary game, I would say. There are a lot of creepy moments or unsettling like imagery, but nothing that's outright scary. Um, but that's okay. Like, you know, I, I played it just because I, I was wanted to be enraptured in this atmosphere. And it seems to be doing that really, really well, um, capturing it in spades. So, you know, again, you're doing a lot of running around an environment, um, this place called the Maw. You have no idea where you're at, at least I don't at this point in the story. Um, you're playing like a little person. I, I don't know if they, you know, I, I don't know if they're a boy or a girl, uh, um, but, you know, the they're- neutral. The gender neutral, Roddy. Gender neutral, yes, yes, gender neutral. Thank you, Chris. Um, they are gender neutral. And, um, but you do know that their name is Six. And you kind of run around um, and in this environment, and there are a lot of, there are, are a lot of um, sort of things happening in the background that you may not notice, like sort of maybe long, extra long limbs creeping through the background, um, maybe uh, that you, just don't see immediately like things of that nature kind of occur pretty often and it's again kind of gives you that unsettling sense but it is i think pretty effective at what it's trying to do which again is generate an atmosphere so um, right now I'm, I'm enjoying it pretty much um oh also you have a little light like a lighter um you, you don't fight anything it's it's I don't want to say it's a non-violent game because violence happens to you for sure, but you can't fight back. You can't fight anything. So you're kind of running around and um, trying to figure out your way and maneuver around the environment around these other like enemies or things that could harm you. Um, again, a lot like Limbo. That's that's probably the best uh, best comparison I could make uh, like that. So. Pretty neat. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to to hopping back in that, finishing up the hour or so that I have and uh, just seeing what else is, is going on and then doing Little My Nightmares 2. So I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to hop into that as well. Um, the second game that I've been playing is something that I'm going to offer a little bit of a mea culpa on. So I in the past, I have said that Halo Reach is like has been all right. Like it's been, it's been okay. Like it wasn't my my favorite, or I didn't really understand the hype. Like a lot of people really love Reach. They love Halo Reach. They love the campaign. They think it's fantastic. Um, I've always been kind of just like lukewarm on it. Like it wasn't bad, but it just it just seemed fine to me. Um, I think I actually understand what people have been saying all these years, and I don't know why. So first of all, I picked up Master Chief Collection. Well, I've, I've had it installed on my Series X for, I, I guess, since I actually got my Series X. Like, it's just, it hasn't left the console. Um, every mm -hmm. now and then I'll play. By the way, Griff Ball is back, motherfuckers, and it's fantastic. Yeah, boy. Yes, yes, it has its own dedicated playlist. I said, take every goddamn thing off this thing except Griff Ball. Only give me the Griff Ball playlist. <laughs> It's fantastic, dude. Um, I played quite a few games, and it it's just beautiful. It is beautiful. So we do we'd have to hop in at some point, get some Griffball games going. It's great. Um, but yeah, so we talked about anniversaries last week. We talked about Mario Day specifically last week, and mm -hmm. that kind of got me thinking. I was like, what else is like is is getting up there? What who else is celebrating an anniversary? And Halo is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. The Halo franchise? 
Halo franchise. Yep. Halo uh, and Shrek are the same age. <laughs> yeah, that is a terrifying thought, but yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, it it is the first game franchise I think that has actually made me feel old because I, I vividly remember getting that first game, like the the Halo with the Game of the Year sticker on it, like the first print I think copies of that game, mm. and. And it, it was great. I was a really big fan of Halo. And I say was because like just lately I haven't I haven't really engaged with the franchise very much. But um but but now owning a Series X for you know day one, just looking for stuff to play, I was like, I'm gonna hop back into some Halo. And now I think is a good time since the franchise is celebrating that 20th. And um, I decided that I want to play all the campaigns in order and uh in chronological order. And so I did that. And one of the games I played was the first one was Reach. And I played it, I started it on Heroic. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wish I was playing it co-op, not gonna lie about that, just because like it would be really fun to like play Heroic or Legendary with someone. Um, I'm not saying that the guilt trip one of you guys, I'm, I'm really not. Um, but you know, if, if you're interested, I am going through the franchise hey, right now. Listen, I was gonna say that, <laughs> that or, or hey, look, we both look at this. Play. That is true. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> Load it up, Roddy. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in mind going forward for sure. For sure. Show's over, everybody. Halo time. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about reaching and why I wanted to kind of bring it up here today is I wanted to sort of talk to you guys and, and wonder I was curious what, what your feelings on this kind of were, but but mine is that. I found I kind of rediscovered what I appreciate about Halo. And what that is, is the sandbox of Halo. Like, I love the idea that they just throw you in an environment, they give you a scenario, they give you enemies and say, and maybe like a few weapons every now and then, and they say, all right, just figure this out. Like, we're not gonna kind of, you'll, you'll have like a linear objective from level to level, but the, the spaces themselves will be relatively open. And I was actually pretty surprised at reach at how cinematic that game was. I didn't remember it being so um, kind of visceral in a way. Like, I mean, it's still like a, a end of gen 360 game. So it's not like spectacular, but I'm not gonna lie. The game looks pretty damn good for at 4k 60 on, on the series X. Um, and if your TV is capable of what I think it's like 120 Hertz, then you could do 120 FPS uh, or frames per second. So that is really awesome. A game looks great. So yeah, I have, I was really, really pleased with just kind of going through that franchise, going through the, all the different weapons, the vehicles that you get and just being impressed with Bungie's level design and just being reminded like, oh yeah, they like, they made Destiny, which I think Destiny is one of the most satisfying feeling shooters. Um, it's just in raw, in terms of raw gunplay. Mm -hmm. And you really, I, I, I honestly reacquainted myself with, with that Bungie um, here uh, with Reach. So I'm kind of curious, like you all's feelings about Halo in general, like, do you have positive feelings on it? Like, what are the type of things that drew you to the franchise or pulled you away? Chris? Hmm. So, my, I guess, like, the, like the last memories that I've had, I've had with Halo, um, of course, was with, I think, Halo 4. Is that the one with uh, Luke Cage in it? Is that 5? Uh, Halo 5 is. Yeah, so... 
that that game was weird. They were trying uh, out a lot of different things. Um, I think that you know, with them trying the thing with uh, like like using cards to like to get weapons in a multiplayer match, like that ah, that was weird. Yeah. That was a weird choice. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Bungie, I'll always give the Bungie like just their their the the way their games like the gameplay feels, the way like the gunplay is, is satisfying. Mm-hmm. Every weapon in a Halo game is so specific. It's mm-hmm. so impactful. Like I feel like really there there isn't really a bad weapon in mm-hmm. Halo. Like, you know, I think most weapons have its strengths and weaknesses comparing it to other guns. Mm-hmm. So Right. Uh, and it really falls down to like your your gameplay style, so that's something mm-hmm. that I always liked about Halo. Um, you know, of course, with me, like I'm 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 the high risk, high reward. You know, give me a sword, give me a hammer, a shotgun. Um, shoot, give me give me let me do a wield a, a needler. Let me do that. <laughs> you know, hey, that's disgusting. Fire. That's a disgusting combo. In mm-hmm. multi listen in multiplayer. Getting hit yeah. with a barrage of that is done. You see, you see those little things like coming towards you. That's it. You yep. just yep. get ready to respawn. So yep. <laughs> you know, I've, I have good, ex- I've, I've, I've had good experiences with Halo, but I feel like what's sort of pulled me out of it was that with Halo, it's always been about the community. It's always been about playing mm-hmm. with friends. And mm-hmm. honestly, you know, this this past you know generation, honestly, even even. For, like more than that, I feel like majority of my friends, majority of the people I play with, they've moved to PlayStation. Right. Like, let's let's be real. PlayStation is where like a lot of people call home, yeah. still call home. They they they're ride or die for it. Like all right, yeah, I get they're it. the market leader. I mm-hmm. get it. That's cool. But you know when you have games like Halo, like that specifically, like it's you said this earlier. You said that you want to play this legendary with friends. That's the way to play Halo. Mm-hmm. So it's to me, it's always going to be about the multiplayer. It's always going to be about uh, co-op. Co-op has always been really fun in Halo. Um, it's just I. It's, it's nothing but good things. Of course, you know you you could talk about like the shifts that they made in multiplayer. I know uh, people that play competitively. They have their gripes with it. I play for fun, so I don't really. That, it doesn't really bother me. That's that's, that's right. on y'all. You're, y'all are super serious about it. That's on you. That's cool. Nah, give me, mm-hmm. give, like I said, give me my sword. Give me, give me Griff Ball. Let's play that. Let's do that. <laughs> Load it up, man. Exactly. Run it. So, I don't, I'm ex- I'm actually excited for Infinite. Yes. So I think once we get like a, I might even say like a definite release date because those things are so up in the air now. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to at least start playing through these Halo games again. And start doing like do like, let's let's do let's, what was it legendary? That's the, the hardest difficulty. Yeah, let, let's yep. let's do that in co-op. I, le, dude, please, please, I want to do it. I feel like that that would um, be like enough stuff to do until you know. I think that's something that we sh- we should be able to knock out this year. Yeah, I like okay. it. It's a good year. We'll, we'll throw it on the list for sure. Twentieth anniversary. What about you, James? Um, yeah, I guess it's interesting that you mentioned that you're playing Reach because that was the first Halo game I've ever owned. Oh wow! Okay. 
Yeah. Um, my Halo roots do go back to the original, though. Um, mm. Neighbor across the street had Combat Evolve. One of my good mm -hmm. friends in um, school had every Halo that came out since then as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember playing those um, those first multiplayer matches on, like, um, Sidewinder and Blood Gulch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, just, just kind of, like, this feeling of, like, all right, wasn't expecting... I wasn't expecting this. This wasn't the kind of gameplay I was, like, looking for. Yeah. This felt like the evolution of Goldeneye for me. Right. You know? Right. And it was such a, uh, a revelation. Just, like, every gun felt different. I had to figure out the strengths and the weaknesses, like you were saying, Chris, in and, and the heat of battle. And <coughs> Excuse me. It was just a really cool time. Um, and then the first two, first two campaigns of Halo, I played through co-op at my friend Matt's house. And I remember like right in the back of a warthog, he's he's driving through the uh the final level. I'm just gunning down everything that comes past. And it was such a great feeling. Mm -hmm. Halo's always had like an eye for those kind of moments, th those iconic yes. moments. Yes. So like I never really fell in love with Master Chief itself. But right. yeah, the world and just like the way that everything played out. Halo's always had like a special place. Yeah, I want to piggyback off of what you just said, actually. I think that was a good, a, a great point. And something that I realized going through Reach is that Halo in its campaign has always played to the epic moments. I, I think a large part of that is for the absolutely, and I mince no words when I say this, absolute phenomenal masterwork of a, of a soundtrack in that game or in the mm -hmm. franchise. Like, I, I honestly would say that this is one of my favorite soundtracks in, in gaming. Um, and I, I would... I would mean that with my whole chest. Like, mm -hmm. um, have you seen it's those videos of uh, like those those guys like singing the Halo theme song in like a bathroom. Mm hmm. Oh, I haven't seen that. You have to you have to send it to me. Oh man, the acoustics oh. on that are so clean. No, yeah, we're, we're pulling that up right. But now. like, let's do that. <laughs> do it for the stream. But I do remember like when Halo Two came out. Pretty sure it was two. My friend, my neighbor friend, he just left the menu screen running. Yeah. on the system in his house and so just yeah. throughout the house you just had a, oh, yeah. it's, <laughs> uh. it, it gives me it gives me chills every time like every especially time. especially when like it's it's in a scene of of um like a pivotal moment in the campaign and these are campaigns especially like reach through and one through three and i guess including odst like i've played these campaigns dozens and dozens of times i could even like recite specific lines like even even through the, the same tone um it, but it still gives me that same feeling that's assassin's creed <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's confusing <laughs> those are definitely sea shanties the <laughs> definitely said the Halo theme song is And then, and then those drums, those drums Wait, was that the kick in. And it's just... <laughs> oh man! Yes, 
it's oh, it's crazy. just all of that is so so good um and you get that like you get that in reach and i'm so i completed reach and i'm like i went into uh, combat evolved and i'm like i'm at the silent cartographer level and that's the one where you start on the beach like it's that saving private ryan type like opening mm-hmm. and it, it it starts with that song like that's how it goes in everybody's like yo we're about to storm the beach it's about to be like i just remember playing that going like oh my god i'm in like an actual war right now it's fantastic i mean i play it nowadays and it's like you know 10 enemies on the screen but but it it's that feeling that you get um that i think i'm looking for in in infinite so like you chris i'm excited for infinite i'm actually i I was actually not one of those who who you know thought that it was going to be complete dog shit like that is i think completely hyperbolic um and i think a really overreaction to what we saw um i think the bones of it looked fine it didn't look great Mm-hmm. Oh, but can def- you guys hear me? There you, yeah, go. there you go. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry, I think I cut up for a bit. Um, yeah, it it I think it looked fine, and I think what they've been showing, they've had the extra year for polish, and you know, bringing Joe Staten back and like just saying like, yo, we're taking the co- uh, the campaign seriously. We're taking everything that everybody has said seriously. Um, if you've been paying attention to their waypoints, which is like their version of I guess of like a direct or something. They've been talking about like all the different atmospheres, the biomes that they're gonna have, like the different weather effects. It really seems like very cool. I'm I'm looking forward to Infinite, um, and I'm looking forward to continuing like my way through this franchise. So, yeah, that's that's me and Halo. I'm sure I, I probably will come back to it um, and talk a little bit more about it. But I, I'm really really loving my time, like kind of reengaging with the franchise. But that's it for me, guys, this week. Chris, what you been playing? Oh boy, for the for how many how many times how many times has this been? For the what time? Uh, one twelve times? Mm, <laughs> Five times. More than Five times. More than that. <laughs> it's the hundredth time, hundredth time, hundredth time, hundredth time, hundredth time, hundredth time. I'm not doing that. That's difficult, huh? Yeah. So I've been playing, not much, because I've been busy, but what I have played um, was I, um, you know, shout out, we've had him on the show, like, way back when, I think one of our first couple of guests, a good friend of mine, Kier, um, he he hit up a group chat and said, hey, like, such as, like, I think Division 2, like, they're resetting the seasons, so, like, whatever happened in between season one through four, like, they're sort of, like, just recycling it. I guess trying to bring more people back in, whatever. Um, so they, they have that going on right now. They also have a PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Series S upgrade. It's not a new SKU. So this is something I found out, meaning um, this isn't a thing where, like, for example, Destiny, Borderlands, where it's requiring you to re-download, like, a, a new game. It's a patch for just the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One version that allows the game to see that you're playing it on those systems. So it's allowing it to, you know, crank it out at 60 frames. It's allowing it to, like, if you put it on, like, performance, like, the visual mode, give you better visuals. Um, honestly, y'all, when you have the option to, do, do, do performance. Do, like, the smooth frame rate. It's 2021. We deserve we deserve 60 frames minimum. 
at this point. Right? It's hard to go back, man. I've tried. Things look wrong. Yes. It's, it's weird. It's something that, like, when I jumped to PC for Destiny 2 and got exposed to 60 frames Destiny, going back to the PlayStation 4, felt like a slideshow. Mm. I didn't want to do that. So, uh, Division 2 is, you know, once again, one of those games that receive, you know, this, this you know, next-gen upgrade. And for a while now, because this is, this is something that was uh, updated a while ago, uh, the Xbox Series X version, um, like, that got the whole boost. It got the rock-solid 60 frames. It got uh, the texture updates. It got the killer um, speeds for, like, uh, for loading. You know, the Series X loading in on, like, like seven seconds. As opposed to, because Division 2, we played this a little bit. Uh, I think we all played mm-hmm. this together. The load screens were pretty bad. Like, this yeah. is, playing Division 2, like, this is a game where you had to have your phone next to you to, like, check Twitter, check sports scores. Uh, right. Exactly. Like, this is the game where you quite, like, you had to have something. Because those load screens were brutal. Uh, they, they, they improved it. But on the PlayStation 5, for some reason, I don't know maybe if it's the tech, if it's something that they couldn't, like, get working the same way. But, like, the load times are longer on PlayStation 5. And for a while now, the textures were off, too. So, uh, recently, they fixed the textures. Um, and honestly, I can't even tell the difference. It still looks the same. Uh, but, like I said, <laughs> the frame rates rock solid 60 frames so the game in, in itself feels better so feels better looks better um i it's funny so i actually had to start all the way over because when this game came out which was i think was this a, like around this time last year division two division two yeah uh, year. Yeah, I think it's been out for two years, I want to say. Years. February 2019. Okay, because I, I remember um, when this game came out, me wanting to sort of like rebrand and use a different uh, PlayStation Network name so that I could use that to stream and like do all my stuff. And then, of course, mm-hmm. like a month later, PlayStation's like, hey, guys, you finally asked for it. You can change your username. So like they gave me the finger pretty much. But, uh, so yeah, so essentially all my, like, gameplay and everything was on that other profile. I'm not using that other profile anymore, so I've gone back to, like, my main profile. So yeah, so I'm actually, I have to go through this game all the way through. And, you know, so far, uh, I mean, it's, the you know, Division 2 is Division 2. It's your open world, you know, your looty-shooty. Um, it's a military shooter that's in RPG as RPG elements. So that in itself is weird. That in itself is like, you know, you're you're facing eventually you get to the point where you're facing enemies, you're getting headshots and then not dying. So um, you know, I feel like this game did a better job at not having bullet sponge enemies because the first one mm-hmm. riddled riddled with that. I I remember being uh, you know, doing certain, you know, uh like, I don't want to call them strikes. I know it's called something different in this. But I know that I remember being behind cover for, like, the whole whole time, the whole match. Because you couldn't take hits. And at the same time, like, these enemies had so much health 
is literally like staying behind cover, shooting, you know, finding another you know piece of cover to go behind if they try to flank you. This is different. They actually, you know, the, the enemies like uh, they you feel more powerful, and this game really gives you like the ability to sort of like you know mess around with like your your stats, mess like create certain builds and everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I you know all that's you know I appreciate it. It's, it's cool you know i'm i'm still at the beginning of the game so honestly none of that stuff really matters i'm picking up new guns if it's stronger than what i'm using i'm equipping it um but you know division two is solid it's a game that you could find for pretty cheap now it's a game yeah. that i'm i'm pretty sure like when it goes on sale it's like 10 bucks uh mm -hmm. the dlcs mm -hmm. were timed exclusives so you know if you i think when the season pass was out it was more or less for like getting it early, but to my mm -hmm. knowledge, all the DLC is like open out for everybody now. Okay. I think that's how that works. Yeah, I remember I this think, game having a I very think, good launch. Honestly, yeah, like it, it was think, probably the best live service launch I've seen. Yeah, because we, we we all played it like for a solid minute. We were playing that for a yeah. while. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. there's one. I think the um the New York expansion may be the one that you have to pay for. I'm not sure. Okay. But it's it's a it's a big expansion. Like it brings you back to New York City. Um, mm -hmm. It's an expansion that if you like, so for me, starting the game over, and I think that with that expansion being available, if I decided to go off and do those missions, I would be stuck in the DLC area until I finish it. So you know, you know, be warned for that. If you're thinking about jumping into this game, uh, look out for that. Hmm. But it actually you know, is on sale right now. Is it? Yep, it's part of the uh, Ubisoft co-op deals going on. See, what I want to know is if I buy this, uh, you know, that expansion, the New York expansion, and what does that mean? Like, like I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I just get it for cheap? Uh, like yeah, you get it for cheaper is what it looks like. Yeah, I think it's, it's beyond like a paywall. So I don't know. I might look into that. Um but yeah, like Division Two has always been a solid game. I've always enjoyed my time with it, so you know I'm looking forward to you know playing this with a you know higher fidelity, sixty frames, uh, all that's great. So uh, they you know I've been playing that, and then of course still knocking through Ghost of Tsushima, which is you know another PlayStation Five game that or PlayStation Four game that got upgraded to PlayStation Five, uh, keeping it sixty frames, of course. Uh, it gives you the options for, you know, having like be better resolution. I don't mm -hmm. care about that. I don't. I just I want the game. <laughs> I want the game to run so smooth. That's what I want. <laughs> and that's and that's and what this should. game is. That's, that's what this game is giving me. Like the game right now, I'm. You know, for games like this, I normally stick to just like just the main campaign if there's a side quest that looks cool or if it's like in my way of like mm -hmm. going to where i need to go I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do it and that's sort of sort of how i'm tackling these missions now is if it's in the general vicinity of where i need to go i'll do it and sort of like work my way through the island and i'm i'm enjoying how i'm playing uh this game i you know i feel like I'm taking my time to do like the fox dens. I'm taking, I'm making sure that I'm going, uh, going through bases to kill leaders, to oh, wow. like, continuously like up, you know, upgrade my, uh, you know, my character, and 
I I feel like I've I've hit a point at this game where like just it like things make sense. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm not rushing into battles. I'm lying. I am rushing into battles. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not mashing. I'm not mashing the attack button. That's what I'm not doing. So I'm I'm actually taking my time trying to like learn characters. Uh, you know, like their uh, their moves. Trying to figure out like all right when they when they step or if they do a certain motion. Like now I know that they're I could either dodge it or I'll block it. Like it's it's literally breaking it down to that. That's how you really get through this game, and I guess that's really how you get through most of these games. Is sort of playing it that way. Mm-hmm. So you know, guys, you know, Ghost of Tsushima. Once again, if this is a game that you know anything that said sounds good, um, of course, like gameplay wise, it's it's pretty simple. I know when you guys talked about this game, you know, we made the joke that this is Assassin's Creed Japan. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly what it is, guys. <laughs> well, I, was, I was really waiting for the rebuttal. I was like, hmm. <laughs> nope. No hot takes here. Yeah, no hot takes here. That's, that's exactly what it is. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing, there's nothing wrong, wrong with it, yeah. I, as long as this doesn't turn into a... What is Assassin's Creed Origins now? Like Isn't that game like 100 hours or something like that? If you do everything, yeah. I would say like to get through the main campaign is like... 40 minimum. Yeah, as long as it's not Valhalla, that's yeah. that's long. Jesus Christ, that game's long. And that's been my problem with like the last couple of Assassin's Creed games. I want to play them, but I refuse to give you 50 hours. That's why I don't want to play... Um, I'm going to play Persona 5 Strikers. Or Persona 4 Strikers. No, 5. Mm-hmm. 5 Strikers. 5, five. yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm going to play that. That just came in the mail. But like I heard that that was like 30 hours. So I could do 30 hours. Yeah. 30 hours, yep. That's but, fair. Yeah, but another, like, 80-hour game? Nah, I can't do that. That ain't for me. It's, it's, I, I, I want to sort of go back and check out Royal to just, I'm, I'm, I'm morbidly curious about it, but at the same time, I, I think the same thing. I'm like, 100 hours? I just don't want to go through that again. Yeah. I don't want to sit for, like, 100-plus hours on this game. Again, like as as cliche as this is, like I don't think my schedule will allow me to play this game. Right, (laughs) right. I I think Yakuza Like a Dragon was probably the one time I kind of allowed myself to push it because I think I finished that game at like forty hours or something. Um, And when I, I mean, and it's a it's an RPG, like true blue RPG, so that felt right to me. But like by the end of it, I was like. I'm satisfied. Like, I, if I ever pick this up again, it won't be for like another year, probably. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel what you're saying on that. So, so here's my question: Because you two, like, have you both of you guys finished the game, right? Yep. Wait, which one? I thought you did. I thought you did. Yeah, ghosts. Nope, I didn't. I stopped. I was waiting for the PS5 version. Okay. So oh. PS5 version, or well, I guess what we're getting, for, like PS5, like, uh, is 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 worth it. Because playing this in a rock solid sixty frames, once again, I emphasize, is a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. These, like certain scenarios where there's a bunch of enemies on the screen, uh, certain scenarios when you know you may be low in health, and like that dip in frame rate, honestly, is like life or death in games like this. Right. Uh, yeah. So. I, I held off on playing the multiplayer for the PS5 stuff, actually. Mm. Really? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I deliberately, like when they announced it, I was like, oh, that's cool, but I'm not going back to the PS4 version. I'm just going to wait for the PS5. And I did, and it was worth it, um, like Chris is saying. Like, I think the, the frame rate, the native res, like all that stuff was, was worth it. Yeah, so... You know, this is this is. I mean, I mean, I'm invested in the story at this point. I'm invested in like how Jin is gonna, you know, rescue his uncle. You know, I guess say, defend his honor. That that type of stuff. I guess. Yeah, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like to me, you know, I'm I I going into this, I was thinking, you know, the main character was gonna be boring. And sometimes he some he sometimes comes off as that as that, but to me, it's sort of like how he interacts with like the other characters on the island that's what i was gonna say is that like Jin to me kind of comes off as a a bit bland like he kind of came off like that to me throughout but you are right that he opens up more through his interactions with the people around him like lady uh masako and uh what's his friend's name the dude with the straw hat uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want to say I want I want to call him Ryuji for some reason, but that's probably because I'm playing Persona. <laughs> so <laughs> close enough. We'll take it. Um, so yeah, his friend. Like I, I think the relationship between him and his friend is like actually pretty interesting. And like when you when you examine the relationships around him, like his orbit, his immediate orbit is interesting. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't know if Jin the character himself is all that interesting. But I don't think he's bad though. Like and I don't think. That's the thing with this game is that I don't think the game is bad. I actually think it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it like is. it's, it's the, just it's good enough, I think. I think it's a world building that they do in this game. Right. As in as in like yeah. just like setting up like these other characters, setting up I guess Jin's upbringing. Like they that's something yeah. that they really like, you know, I feel like they're putting in my face a lot is like, you know, introducing these characters that he knew growing up like his friend and you know, just like the there's like a, a, a section where like they, the two characters are you know talking and walking, going to their waypoint, yeah. and you know they, they talk about like how uh, you know Jin didn't go easy on him in like an exam, and like how like that was like his friend's way to like make it because he you know he wasn't born into royalty, and like just right hearing like the like, like the passion between the two characters, you know while they're. Yeah riding horseback to wherever we were going like it's just it's, it's something that you know when you take everything in you have to allow yourself to take everything in to really get the full experience and i'm yeah. glad I'm, I'm glad i'm taking my time with this game i'm glad that you know if i'm like i said if i'm near like a cutscene or not cutscene, but like a side quest i'll do it you know i feel mm-hmm. like every bit everything that you do in this game is giving you some sort of reward so, you know, I'm trying to get my get those little points so I could unlock more moves and everything like that. So it's it's you know, it's fun. I've i I think I'm I'm enjoying it. I can see myself like making it through the end. Yeah. But yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. That's that's pretty choice. much that's pretty much what I got for, you know, what my my have been playing. And of course, we passed the question along to you guys. Um, you know, to to the people that are here live. To the people that are watching or listening, you know, later on in the archives, what are you playing? Are you having fun? You know, James, you said this a couple episodes. If you're not having fun, then what are you doing? Right? Not playing games, that's for sure. If you are, you're playing the wrong games. It's true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you're having fun. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about this news. We got some news uh, to talk about this episode this doesn't work anymore so let's jump into some 
Wow, I think it froze. I, All right, cool. I, I hear Game Pass has some interesting additions to it. No, oh, yes. you don't say. <laughs> what's, what's going what's going on with game pass so game pass this particular month uh in march has so let's just count off some of the big heavy hitters to to, to us right now so they're coming out with undertale which is really that's a good title right chris would probably agree with that uh mm-hmm. undertale just, solid game seems <laughs> okay amazing game. <laughs> Seems okay. No, um, I'm actually really looking forward to playing Undertale, especially off of your hype, Chris. Um, I, I very rarely have seen you get hype for like. Well, that's not true. I've seen you get hype for a lot of things, but but the, a, a particular game itself, like Undertale, I, I have not seen the level of hype that Undertale got from you. So looking forward to that. Um, Octopath Traveler was another title that was big, huge. Yeah, yeah. this coming. Yeah. Um, I could have switched Switch game. I had no idea. I thought Nintendo published it, but Square Enix published it. So mm-hmm. that makes more sense to me. Because at first I was like, what the actual hell? Um, but that's a really good get. You know, a lot of people, I, I wanted to bring that up particularly because there are a lot of people who say that, you know, Microsoft isn't catering to the Japanese audience. They, they, they aren't trying to put a lot of their games on the system. I think they are making an effort with Octopath Traveler. The entire Yakuza franchise is on there now. Um, six Yakuza Six is releasing this month on Game Pass. Like you can literally play every single Yakuza game on Game Pass. No excuses. Um, but there was one game they announced that I think was a megaton, in my opinion, uh, which is Outriders Day and Date on Game Pass. Somebody wrote that check, man. Perfect. App- absolutely insane in insane news i did not expect to wake up that day and see that like you know we kind of guessed that too i think in our our chat i was like maybe outriders but probably not it's unlikely Mm -hmm. um but no i was wrong and like it this is the first so is this significant because this is the first third party triple a title to be released day and date on game pass this is really the first one first one on console uh so on pc they got crusader kings 3 that was day and date um and there was flight simulator but also those were first party games i believe so you might have to correct me on that but i believe those were first party wait what's wait go ahead what's the thing because i i remember um outer worlds being day one outer worlds is not oblivion what do i want to say obsidian obsidian Obsidian. yeah Mm -hmm. yep so that would make sense first party but at the time, oh, right. it wasn't first party, was it? Oh, no, it was It was, it was first party. Yeah, you're right. So this is like Square Enix. This is a Square Enix joint, um, or published, I should say. People Can Fly is actually developing it. But mm-hmm. uh, Square Enix is publishing. This is a big deal. This is a big deal because this is something that we've kind of talked around. We said that that was maybe possible. It was, it was theoretical. But, but it's here. Like, the possibilities are quite literally endless now as far as what Microsoft can get on their system and this is like the first in my opinion you guys tell me what you think like this is my the the opening salvo that they're making about hey series x we're netflix for games basically Mm -hmm. like we've said that here but i think like this is the definitive thing like it's no longer just constrained to microsoft titles anymore anybody can get it that's such a good I, i think it works for both parties really well because like 
Outriders was fun. I think it's going to be a good little looter shooter. But I didn't see it being like Destiny or Division big either, you know? Yeah. So now that they have the money in hand, the everybody has a Game Pass as an option to play it now, there's a lot of potential for that game now. Yeah, I, I'm in that boat. Like I was... Yeah, we talked about it on the show like a couple weeks ago. I was like, I am probably not going to buy six, or pay sixty dollars for this experience like day one. Mm-hmm. But now I, I know I don't have to. I can just download it, throw it in the queue, fire it up. You know, um, if I do find out that I like it, and maybe if there are some microtransactions, which this is a long shot, but you know, it's possible. <laughs> it's I not can... supposed to be. It's supposed to yeah. be like games as a service lists. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it, it, that that is even more curious. So what my question is now, which I don't think we know at this point, but like how long are these titles going to be on Game Pass? Like mm. what, what's the engagement? Because I think you there's an argument to be made that with the Microsoft titles, they're not really losing anything, you know, if they just keep their own titles on the service. And they can do that. Like it's their games that they own um, with the day and date releases. With something third party, I don't know. Like, do you guys think that it would be maybe a two, three month engagement? Do you think it could be much longer than that? Like, what are your thoughts? So here's the thing with Outriders. I can see them keeping it on for, I don't know, a couple months, four, four to six months. If, if, if they, if they decide to pull it off, if they decide to like pull it from the service. But I feel like with a game like Outriders, which is, since it's not games as a service, that means once you really get through the story, once you get through like the end game stuff, that's pretty much it. You're pretty much mm-hmm. done at that point. So, you know, if you really want to get your kick out of it, you could get it day one, download it, play it, finish it, and you know, you're ready to go, ready to, you know, jump into the next game. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. Oh, no. Oh, no, he's gone. Did oh, no. Think? <laughs> they took him in the ether. <laughs> the anomaly got him. Oh Jesus! Oh wow! Good play. Good point. Hey, but I'm I trying th- to be like you, man. <laughs> but I, I think what he was going to say he's in the same boat as you, as far as like wouldn't pay sixty dollars. Right. But now that there is this opportunity to uh, get your hands on the game, and yep, even I feel like six months would be a good time frame. Um, yeah. Especially, I guess, depending on um, from what I heard. It, from the developers of the game is it depends on player engagement so if they mm-hmm. really see that most of their numbers are coming from game pass i don't see them taking it off anytime soon yeah i think it more just depends on how well the game performs on the um platform before mm-hmm. we take it anywhere else oh, oh yeah I'm, I'm with you i think that's a really astute um observation honestly i i would agree with that six month timeline that makes the most sense to me so tell me what you think about this actually james um so i'm currently thinking like all right hmm with 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 game pass becoming netflix for games with netflix there is always a danger or there was before before netflix went all in on the originals Mm -hmm. like there was there was a fear that like their the stuff that they would be um that they would be obtaining um would go away like their licensed materials Mm -hmm. And, but you wouldn't really know. It would just be random. At the beginning of a month, they would say, oh, by the way, at the end of XYZ month, like, it, this is leaving, leaving Netflix. Service. Yeah. Right. Um, I do wonder, like, if we get more third-party engagements, um, 
and maybe there is or is not a pattern to it, would that prove frustrating to people when they don't know when certain things are leaving? Like if you're in the middle of playing something, because consuming mm-hmm. a game is different than consuming like a movie. Well, right? Xbox has been really good about it that I've noticed they'll, they'll have a section of games that are leaving the platform soon. Right. And I feel like right. it does update monthly. Mm-hmm. And then the other plus side about that kind of, about the services that, you get a discount on a game that you're playing if you playing it on Game Pass. Usually there's some type of sale. Ah, that is a good point. Okay. Yeah. Utilizing something like that is good. And also too, like that that's that's a really good point about the sale. And a good way to incentivize people to purchase the product, especially when it's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um I could see a situation, and I'm just speaking for myself here, like I could see a situation where I might be in the middle of something and maybe I'm playing on like June 30th or something, and or, or maybe not that late, but perhaps maybe, yeah, yeah June 30th, right? Maybe okay. I, the, next, the next day happens and we roll over into July and I find out, oh shit, the game I just picked up yesterday is leaving at the end of July. Now I feel a pressure to like either finish it or maybe my schedule, my time doesn't allow me to get into it. Mm-hmm. And so like then I get cut off after like that particular moment. I, I feel like that could be a frustrating point of Game Pass. I don't think we reached that at all. And I do think like to your point, there are a lot of other avenues that you know Microsoft has taken to ensure that people don't feel slighted, like the stores and the transparency and telling you when they're leaving. That type of thing. Um, but I do wonder. I, I do wonder. So I would like to know at some point, like, what is the maximum amount of time someone could be on the service before they leave? Well, Yakuza was on there for a really long time, too, wasn't it? Yeah, Is it's it? still on there. Okay. I'm trying to think of something that recently we had been on there for a while, but it left recently. Like, I feel like um, GTA 5 was on there for a while. Oh, really? And oh, yeah, wow. that's not on there anymore, I don't think. I mean, they've been really good about it. I feel like, I feel like Microsoft knows what they need to do, right, in order to make the experience possible. Because they seem they've leaned all the way in on this. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But I mean, that's that's um, right. been a really big month for them. On top of all the Bethesda drops too. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, so that's actually a really good segue into the other news bit that we had, which was that, uh, and this is a giant rumor. Again, if you're new to the show, we normally don't talk about rumors extensively, but this one was significant enough because it came from Jeff Grubb, who is a noted insider. Um, so they, there was a big rumor saying that you know from him saying that there's a possibility that Starfield and Halo Infinite would be releasing. Um, later this this year, like at the end of 2021. Whoa, he hello. lives. He lives back from the void. So the it. next item that, that the next item that we had was uh, the VR headset. Did you see uh, much about this, James? No, this one snuck up on me. Where'd you okay. find this at? So this was kind of floating around like Reddit and Twitter, but someone I believe like in Italy, like Italian Xbox or something like that, like they had a notification or an error message that came up where it said, it mentioned VR. I actually don't know what it said exactly, but the, the letters VR were prominent and apparently people did translate it for it to say something like, um, you, know, it, you know, please see your VR headset, something like that. But mm-hmm. people are saying the cover up though, the official word is that it was a localization error. So we don't know for sure if that's just like a story or, or whatnot, but it was, it was legit. Um, a legit message. 
And yeah, VR may be coming to Microsoft. I would take this with a massive grain of salt, maybe even more so than the Starfield thing, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think, James? Are you think, do you think Microsoft could be gearing up for VR? We, I feel like we've kind of talked about this lightly before. I don't think Microsoft might would be gearing up for VR. I feel like they would be more in the weeks of buying somebody who has VR tech. I could see them pulling a Zenimax mm. with a VR company. Okay. And just like all in. Dude, okay, so now that you say that, like, I am, like, not a Facebook dude, but, man, if they had, like, the tech, if somebody had the technology of Quest, Mm -hmm. Microsoft bought them or just developed their own tech, like, that would be crazy. Mm -hmm. I would love wireless VR set. That would, to me, be an instant purchase. Instant. A wireless Xbox VR set with cloud support, remote playable. Come on. Oh, come on. Cloud. It writes itself. It writes itself. You want to play <laughs> anywhere. This is what they're going for. Yes. It's only a matter of time. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah. You would think that, right? Because I mean, a lot of their like their core franchises, I think that this is changing soon. Mm-hmm. But like up to this point, like their core franchises have been primarily shooters and Gears, Halo, like those just those are perfect VR additions that you could have. Right. That's right up there with a Half-Life. Exactly. I would love a Half-Life Halo. I mean, um, a VR Halo. I would agree. I would love that. I would love that. Um, I, I think it's a great idea. I, give me Forza. Like, Forza Horizon VR. Like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, they might, they might be holding off on doing it right now. So they have to get that whole little press conference. We're not focused on it at this time. Right. But you actually know what? Even the wording is very specific. VR for console is not a focus for us at this time. Exactly. 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 It's very specific. It's leaving that door open just a nudge. Just a nudge. Mm-hmm. I, you have to imagine that they've at least looked at it. Oh, yes. Yeah. An Xbox VR series? I don't know what you would call it. VRS? VRS. I mean, it, the, the V, as I say, the VR surface stuff that we've seen, like, in coding for, like, I think we, someone saw it in the flight simulator, saw some sort of option for VR. Um, and I think the VR option is available, like, on the PC version. But, like, I think they were also looking at it for the Xbox Series X. I, y'all already know how I feel about VR. I, Day one, like as soon as they're, they they let us, whether it's a, a headset they, they develop themselves, whether they let us, um, you know, go with the Oculus or with the Vive, you know, I think, I, I don't know, I think it's, it's, it's Wait, a, is there an, you can't Is there an Xbox it. app for the Oculus yet? Yeah, I don't think so. Not hmm. at this time. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe it's like a remote play thing, get the like work around to do. But that'd be such a good yeah. idea. Yeah, and then, I, I think the tech and the ideas, they're there, man. And Microsoft's already been working on AR headsets, and nobody even wants yeah. those. <laughs> so, like... Oh, HoloLens? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's cool. But who's going to really want that now? Yeah, so that's, that's the interesting part, too, is that apparently, like, that's the future. Like, that's where every, a lot of things are going. And, and some people who have worked on that tech, I've seen say something like, this is really cool. But we're not there. Like the tech is, isn't 
mm-hmm. we where it's not fully developed to the point where like it would be what where we need it to be. It where, needs where to you be like it. glasses size tech for that to make sense for everyday mm-hmm. use. Right. We, we got to get here first. I'm not. Yeah. Like VR consoles are already like awkward enough just to wear. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that's why I think the Quest has been so successful, like despite all the Facebook stuff, is because it's wireless. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't connect to a, anything. A PC, you don't need, it's its own peripheral, uh, peripheral um, you know, attachment. Like you don't need anything for it. Right. And if you want to, you for still can. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Beautiful. Make it happen, Xbox. Yeah. Make it happen. I think that wraps up the news. Um, Chris, do you want to lead us into our main topic? I feel like it's only appropriate because it's our 100th episode. Oh, mm-hmm. oh boy. Episode 100. Oh, man. You know what? Oh, my goodness. Let's you go got the whole bottle. <laughs> pop this one open. For our audio because... listeners, uh, Chris is about to uh, destroy himself. <laughs> That's just champagne, right? <laughs> <laughs> aim away from the this computer can't, this can't go wrong yeah aim away from all the tech <laughs> yeah, turn around the, the amount of like tech around me i had a scare earlier today let's like... not do this <laughs> all right chris is trying to actually pop the bottle literally popping bottles Where's that drum roll at editor put the drum roll here <laughs> oh right. oh baby oh i heard it oh was that it Pop champagne. Hey, oh. right. And that's how it's done. And that's how it's done, y'all. Listen, mm-hmm. so a hundred episodes, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. long road. That's that's a lot of a lot of work that is, you know, late Hot nights. Light. That is um, <laughs> you know just just putting just putting things <laughs> <laughs> off to the side to like to just to because like, the, the amount of work that goes into like just you know doing these shows planning it like i know some people everyone and their mama has podcasts now like that's like that's the thing now like that's just the day and age that we live in but the amount of like detail that we put into the shows the amount of um just you could you could you can see the hard work that gets put in and the the best thing for me is that it's noticed. I think I think I've, I've I've over the past like year or two I've learned that you know if 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 you put in the work it's noticeable. People will see it. So, you know, eventually that turned into, you know, uh, you know, doing other podcasts, doing um more like content creation, just improving on the craft and like I appreciate everyone. I appreciate you know you know Rod James. I appreciate uh, Subject T, our mod, uh, and then everyone else that listens, everyone that messages, everyone that shares all the content. So I don't know if, if you have a champagne bottle or or something to drink that's nearby, but I I want you I, don't I want you know. to, to I don't know if I can I, wait can I, can I show <laughs> yeah. this on stream? I mean maybe Beca- maybe describe it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab one of myself. I'm, right not, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna risk it. I'm not gonna risk it. I'm gonna join you. Yeah. So, 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 so I guess this this will be. Our, you know, <laughs> I guess showing the bottle will be on our Patreon. How about that? 
That's funny. At some at some point, I think that's that's the next thing is you know doing doing stuff like a Patreon, doing some extra content for you guys, doing uh, game nights, playing with y'all. Uh, that's that's just extra stuff that you know I'd, I'd want to do. But you know, I I appreciate the journey. I appreciate like you have to really trust the process. I think especially nowadays, you know, there's such a a glamour to having a podcast. Like people here have a podcast. They're like, oh, you have a podcast? And it's it's different. You know, we're not we're not a uh yeah. murder mystery podcast. We're not, you know, some sort of pop culture like talking about like Kanye and Kim Kardashian, you know, divorcing. That's not like our go to. You know, the our go to is gaming. Yeah, like it's, it's a hobby life. that we've had, you know, for years, something that we with our entire lives so you know it's it's something that could easily yep. turn into something that's not mm. fun but i love what i do I, I you know i love i love what i do i love you know the people that i've chose to be on this journey with me uh so you know kudos to to, to rod and james y'all have y'all y'all have been my backbone y'all have been like helping helping me out like so heavily uh with this show or just staying sane you know there would be times where after you know recording an episode i'd be like hey guys i know i know it's like 12 a.m but um <laughs> let me just this is what's been happening in my life and just being able to sort of like just vent to you guys uh it's, it's something that you know i really I, I really appreciate, and you know I know the show. We're gonna, you know, to a hundred more, to a thousand more. Like we're gonna, we're gonna take this thing, you know, take it places. And it's just, I'm, I, I'm happy. I'm happy because I feel like we're, we, we are all on the same page for growth. And I know there's nothing but growth for us. So, cheers, you know, cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to, to hard work, friendship. Here it is. Uh, and just, just good times. Roddy, we, we don't see you, but we see you. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate that. Well, maybe soon, hopefully soon, uh, once I get some stuff straightened out. But, um, yeah, I, James, you want to speak to anything, um, real quick before uh, I hop in there? No, man, go for it. I will, I will jump in after you. Let me collect my thoughts. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I, I, so I, I feel like I've so- somewhat told this story on this show before, but, you know, I've known Chris, I've worked with Chris, like worked on projects with Chris for 10 years now, maybe, um, you know, and we've been kind of off and on. This is probably the most on we've been like since maybe any project we've done. Um, but it's, it's hard to imagine that an entire decade has passed that I've, I've known this guy and um, it, I don't know if... I would want to be doing what I'm doing now if Chris wasn't like driving the ship from the very beginning. Like Chris, you were the one who actually were like, "Hey, I'm really looking to like restart the show. Like, I'm I'm interested in doing this. Do you want to help me?" And I'm thinking like, "Yeah, I'll help you. Like, I'll I'll help you for like you know a few episodes or so. I'm sure you're gonna go and find way more interesting people than me and like." And that's completely fine. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll get it started. And here we are 100 episodes later. And, like, I'm still around. Uh, and I am definitely appreciative. We brought James into the fold. Someone who, again, 
I've known for probably that long too. And, you know, we've worked on other projects together as well, who is one of the most witty and funny people that I know in my life. Uh, like Thank James you. just doesn't skip any beats. I don't know if he even knows how to do that. Like, um, so bringing him in was definitely a great decision um, that I think only enhanced the show. Um, I mean, really, we said it a little bit earlier too, bringing in guests, like one of my favorite episodes of the entire show, like a, a few come to mind when I think of like the best of Should I Play That? Um, and one of them was episode 12, which was the one where we brought on our very first guest. Oh no, sorry, our second guest, I think, our, um, which was, who was Herb? And Herb came on and we talked about, um, you know, he talked actually a lot about um, LGBT issues that, you know, were going on like kind of within gaming and the gaming community. Um, and I just thought that was such a fantastic episode to, to have early in our process because it established what I love about the show, which is that we don't bullshit around when it comes to important things. Like Chris said at the very top, like, you know, sometimes you need to pause, <laughs> pause the game, kind of look outside of yourself for a moment. Um, just because we play games, that doesn't mean we ignore everything else that's happening in society um, and how that is in society informs the things that we participate in like games, you know, um, that is a message that I think we take throughout the show. It's something that I value personally. Um, and I like that we bring an objective view to everything that we do. You know, we, we own practically everything. Uh, we're fortunate to be in that position. Um, so we don't have to worry, you know, we're not really concerning ourselves and with console wars and all that other bullshit. We just like games at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not like, you know, no one's paying us off to say like good things about their products. Like Games Pass you know. is the best value in gaming. <laughs> yeah, I swear we do not have any money from Microsoft to say that. It, that's just how we feel. Those are just unfiltered, uncensored thoughts. And honestly, like I wouldn't want it any other way. Like I think that if if it got to that point, I think that would be maybe the time when it would it would be it'd be maybe time for me to, to move on because then I think the show would turn into something different. But mm -hmm. I don't think that's really what it has become at any point. Um, and I'm really thankful for that, for, for both of you guys to have the same vision. Because, Chris, you just said that, like, you know, you're thankful, you know, for us, for, you know, the friendship. And I think that being friends kind of behind the mic, too, is, like, it, it's, it's important. Like, I think that that's a really interesting thing you know, you working with your friends isn't always good. It's not always fun. Like nope. you don't, you don't want to like hurt each other's feelings, but I don't really think that we were, we are, have ever really been in any danger of that. And I think that has been good for the discussion. We can have disagreements. Mm -hmm. uh, we can have arguments and not agree on things. And I think that that's fine. A lot of times we do agree and that's great, but I think that I think it's even more interesting when we don't, because like, we have different viewpoints um, and that brings a lot of variety and meaning to the show. So, yeah, I say all of that to indicate that I'm really happy with where we're at, where we've taken things, and I'm really, really looking forward to, to what happens next. Oh, yeah, off screen. Off screen. For now. Wait, off, off screen. <laughs> A little cheesy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks, Roddy. 
Um, I guess it's my turn. I want to uh, extend the love fest going on around here and um, just show some appreciation to, first of all, you at home listening, um, mm-hmm. you at home watching, you sharing, um, just you for, for being here with us for this ride or joining us wherever you joined us along the journey. Um, but also another huge shout out to my co-hosts, the, the pillars of this show as far as I'm concerned. Um, Chris, giving off the strong pro-tag energy. Always got us up mm-hmm. where we need to be, headstrong, <laughs> leading us forward, whether we think that we can do it or not. There's there's always that 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 force behind us, in front of us. Just like mm-hmm. you you give something that we all, that we both need in this show, and I, I'm super grateful for you for handling the reins on the Twitch and on the Instagram and on the Facebook. Like if you see anything, should I play that? Nine times, nine point eight times out of ten, it's Chris. So like, again, just grateful to be here, man. Grateful for all of the opportunities. I'm grateful for the friendship, for the the inspiration, the passion. It's all there. Um, and like I said, like you said, multiple podcasts, multiple. Mm-hmm different that you do graphic design now you do artwork now you do <laughs> photography now chris is the one-stop shop for it. if you're trying to get something made chris will make it yeah <laughs> like it's just that simple yeah i legit don't know when this man sleeps legit i really don't think he does <laughs> but um man just really grateful for all of the episodes that we spent together talking about everything um Roddy, i'm grateful for you and your your analytical eye, as I like to put it, from the moment, like really, from from like the ten years ago when I met you, you make me think about things differently. You you bring a new perspective to, um, to video games, to television, to movies. Um, I, I'm just like really glad to know you as well. I know we don't get to hang out as often as I would like, but like, mm-hmm. it's still really awesome just having you here. You you're a voice in in this community in your voice in this show that um speaks volumes often and so i'm just glad to have you here as well i appreciate that man yeah um hmm? you know what oh okay <laughs> no, no, i was gonna say <laughs> off, screen off, off screen cheers to that <laughs> but man my favorite memory i guess my favorite memory is going to be when you offered me the opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. When you offered me, the jo- offered me the opportunity to join the show, I was a listener. I had been working graveyard shifts at a grocery store, stocking shelves, just listening in, tuning in. And I remember, I think it was y'all were talking, it was one of the E3 episodes. Um, we were talking about E3. And I was like, man, we got to get there. Man, I got to get back into this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I loved when we did Media Beast and GPR and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, and I missed that so much. So just to get that, that second chance to come back in and do this, I'm so grateful. Eternally grateful. So, like, yeah, 100. But that's chump change. Going for 1,000. Y'all going to be sick of us but before we're <laughs> done. All right? I want y'all to be like, enough. <laughs> Damn it! I'm through, <laughs> but I'm 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 here for the long haul, man. I'm ready. 
Let's do it. Another hundred. Another hundred hundred. Fuck it. We do it all live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm just glad to be here, man. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> well, well said. Yeah, it's 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 definitely been a it's it's a ride. It's a uh, it's a process. You know, it's stuff that you know it's, it's an evolution. Like there's you know. Mm-hmm. Hiccups every now and then. You know, if, you, if you're watching this live, you saw what happened. <laughs> um, but you know, it's all it's all about you know, like like these experiences. Like I know a lot of people sort of like they stress out. They you know they like like what just happened like with like the stream cutting off with the recording like messing up and like now I'm gonna have to like like edit a little bit like more because. Now I have to like sync up everything. Like it's it's it's, it's stuff that like it happens, but like you like if, if it's if you can't help it, like don't stress. And what I'm saying is like like for anyone that is watching, listening, you know, if you want if you want to do stuff like this, and you know what we're saying is inspiring you. You're like you know 100 episodes. That's a lot. I can make to 100. Yes, you. Yeah, you. Wait, there we go. You might yeah. be here with us. You're you're next. Who knows. Cross that bridge, sir. Yeah, but yeah, but you're right, Chris. It's really just about starting. Cause does it feel like a hundred episodes? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It feel it, and honestly, like I've I've lost count because, like you know, like we've said. We've said this that you know we this is ten years for us. So you know people are saying ten years. How are you just not getting to a hundred? No, this is this if I'm not even gonna do the work to see how how many episodes we've actually done. Like this is you know uh, you know years of like trying to figure out a format because all this stuff this is stuff that you know I didn't have someone to go off of. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have literally everything that I do up to this point. Honestly, it's it's just been like just willpower and like Shonen protag energy. The, the it's willingness right there. to learn. <laughs> like you gotta have it. You can't let you can't let things like, you know, bring you down. You can't let like these like small not even small, small and big setbacks. Use that as a lesson point. Use that as alright, this is what happens when you do this. Mm-hmm. Now you have to prepare you know it's all about preparation like i i i have people like whenever whether they be you know guests on you know any of the shows or like just sort of look into my world and like look at like the process that we like i that i put into it they see they're like wow like he's this is a lot and it's it's gonna be a lot you know as a as a business owner you know because that's like like they said like that's stuff that i'm doing now like it's you have to put on so many hats and if Unless you have the capital for it, unless you mm-hmm. just you have the money to hire people for it. If you know, Goku said this in one of those Dragon Ball Z movies. But if I don't, who will? And that's been my that's that's my philosophy. Is like if, and you know that philosophy has helped me not only through like working through these projects, but also in life. Like just you know the the willingness to live. Like if I don't want That's better true. for myself, then That's who so will? true. It all just starts with that first step. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, you know, it's just it starts with you know having an idea and going for it. Um, 
it, it, it mm-hmm. also had falls down to having you know good people around you. So you know James Rod, uh, Subject T, uh, like the people that I sort of, that that I lean on for this process for you know uh, figuring out what we're gonna do, whether it's you know doing stuff live, doing things like off air. It's you know it's it's all about the people that you surround yourself with, and you know I've, I I have the best people around me right now. So, you know, I, I appreciate you guys once again. You know, I always also appreciate the, you know, the viewers. Uh, I appreciate people that message. I appreciate seeing people that share stuff. Um, and another tidbit is that you're, if you're looking into going into this journey, your greatest fan, well, like, it's not going to be your mom. It's not going to be your friends. Uh, the people that you think is going to like tune in. No, it's gonna it's gonna be like the 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 person like the people that have been watching but haven't been saying anything. So there's been there's been a couple of people like on this journey that you know has reached out, giving me really good words of encouragement. You know, I, you know Kevin, yeah. I think he's he still might be here in the chat. Shout out to him. He's been someone that's you know has reached out and has given me like you know the words of encouragement is you know it does wonders. Like if you watch anime. Uh, that's equivalent to, you know, putting your hands up in the sky and giving me energy for a spirit bomb. Like that's, that's what that does to me. So, uh, I just, I, I appreciate all that. I appreciate all the love. Any other, uh, thoughts, feelings? So, I don't know. Like what, what is, what, what are some, are there any lessons that you guys learned from this experience? Because, because I feel like you know, you know this 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 content creation journey, um, you know, working with you guys, like I I see potential in you guys. You know, I, there, there are a couple of things that I've heard that you guys said that you want to work on, and I'm I'm all for you know supporting you guys with those dreams. So, uh, you know, I I I I wouldn't want should I play that to be like you know you guys is you know one stop shop for whatever you guys are doing. Like I know you guys have it in you to. Do great things. So, you know, you know, my, my my thing to you guys is guys, you know, just just keep working on things. Keep, you know, if you if you feel like you wanted to work on a project, fifteen. If you if you could give thirty minutes an hour to just work to learn something new to work on something like those oh, yeah. hours add up, mm. and eventually it'll, it'll get you there. So. Uh, when you ask, like, you know, when you guys are saying, Chris, like, do you sleep? I oh, mean, we I know, sleep, Chris. and I really we enjoy know. my sleep. I hate waking up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I, I, I have a vision. I have, like, you know, stuff that I have to do. So, you know, right now for me, like, something that's really helped me out mm. is waking up, like, at 6 a.m. to go work out in the morning. Like that's something that's help, nice. helping like, back into the gym helping me turn things around. So like it's it's Yeah, it's it's all about making time for things that are important. And you will you will make times for you will make time for things that are important. I think that you. that's a really good lesson, honestly. I, I think the one thing that right. I would say is something that you kind of already mentioned, um, which is essentially patience. I think you have to have patience when you are doing things like this. I've had to have patience and that's, that comes in the form of many things that comes in the form of, cause sometimes, you know, especially when, you know, we were doing audio only episodes, like you would feel like, you know, 
you're almost like talking into the void because you don't really understand the impact that like you may be having on people. And I've had, I've had people like reach out to me directly or like through someone else who did know me and say, Oh, Hey, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, first of all, how, like, I don't even, like, it was just, it was just a crazy concept. But I mean, like we're out there, we're like on a lot of different platforms and I've heard from different voices. I've heard some really great constructive criticism. That's also like another mini lesson too, is Mm -hmm. take criticism. Like, Criticism is not inherently bad. Like it's not a, it's not a bad thing. You could take that and make the thing that you're doing much much better. Right. Um, and I've had a lot of people say great things. I've had people say wonderful things about the show. Um, <laughs> James, one I think I already told you this, James, but somebody was like, "That James just has the best voice for radio I've ever." He didn't actually say radio, but like hmm. you know something like that. You know, and um, if you're listening, actually, thank you. <laughs> well it's funny because they complimented both of you and didn't say anything about me and i was like yeah that, that's about right that sounds about right man whatever uh, roddy <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 um what? you know we heard great things we also heard some things that we could do better which i also love and i and i actually really love hearing those things because i i'm the type of person who likes to you know improve in any way possible and a lot of times that does that does involve you know taking lessons that that I'm being given or, or tips or pointers, uh, just like you were saying that Kevin does for you, Chris, mm-hmm. um, and applying them practically to the show to make ultimately a great product. We've had so many people listen from different countries, like seeing those in statistics from like SoundCloud, what was it like 20, 30 countries, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. Why don't you show yeah. me these yeah, numbers? I need stuff. to know more. Yeah, yeah, I think we I think the we found out in it like the first time maybe after a few like 6 months or something we checked like the metrics mm-hmm. and it was something crazy like 30 mm-hmm. countries and I was like what and it kind of tells you like from where people are listening and that was the first moment that I was like okay like this is this is a thing like people are actually tuning in and the numbers kind of stayed at a consistent pace so it was like people were discovering and then like kind of kept listening so that That's was awful. also pretty cool to see. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my advice really is is be patient. Um, you know, your audience will find you. And also be patient in the sense that like be patient with your co-hosts as well. Like you have to trust in them just as they may trust in you. Mm. That's so important. And that that carries over into things like post-production, pre-production even during like actual production itself, like during the show, like there are certain cadences, we've been doing this for a long time, so we kind of understand each other's rhythm uh, and flow. And there are just certain times when I know it's, it's cool to interject or, or come in on like a particular talking point, because I know when James is about to finish a point or maybe when Chris is like kind of trailing off to lead into another point. And we could just do that by like listening to each other mm-hmm. now. Um, and that's trust, that's trust in you guys. Um, and I, and, I I feel like you guys have the same with me, you know. You know my tics and and how I operate, and that's it. Just kind of goes around like that. So that's what I would have to say. I guess the only other thing would be um, trust in yourself yeah, if you're going to no, do I'm... this kind of journey. Um, I know it's easy to look at the landscape of the internet and find every podcast you can think of want to be the Joe Rogan's of podcasting, or you want to do your YouTube things and you want to be like the Mr. Beast or like the MKBHD or whatever, but find your voice first. 
that's where your audience will come from. That's yep. where your fan base comes from, and that's what's going to make you unique. Because, I mean, everybody is doing the same thing. The only thing that's going to mm-hmm. separate you is you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Exactly. just remember to trust that. <clears throat> and, and you know, and, and, and trust is huge. Trust is like, and, and another thing you don't want to do is, if you if you have co-hosts on the show, like you having having their like people's voices are unique, and like some like and like for me as a host, like bringing people in, bringing you know James in, having Rod on, like Rod to me is you know he's he's the intellectual, he's the one that mm-hmm. will like break something down, and you will learn something, um, and that's that's something like for me as a host, I'm like <laughs> damn. Does that mean I'm? Does that mean I'm dumb? Like, yeah. and do I have, do I have nothing to, to like add to this conversation? But it's so 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 I and, and like I, like I learned like it's I I don't you have are giving to be me way too much credit. No, room. by no means I the smartest person in the room. Uh, I just talk I talk way weirder than you guys do. You guys talk all smooth and natural. Right. And Whatever. What was it you like said today when you were like I had to give some type of like. It was like an apology or like I was wrong about this game. What it was? What was the phrase you used? I can't remember. Uh, oh, did I say Mia culpa? Yeah. What? What is that? Oh. <laughs> Smartest man in the room. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that, well, that's the thing I, I like though is that like all of us bring yeah, like so, and different then, and sides then, of intellectualism no. to like the the proceedings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every every single person in this room has an intellect that I respect and admire. And I'm like, I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to take some of you, you all's energy and and kind of incorporate that into my own flow. Like, try to find my own individuality within it. And that's kind of like, not a struggle, but like, that's my, sort of how I've always operated. It's, 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 something, it's something where if you, like, if you have it in your head, it will cloud like everything that you do. So like, for example, James. James has... James's charisma stat is like he will hire. Effortless, one might say. Is, is it takes effort. Amazing. Don't don't let it fool you. So, it does take effort. Exactly. So, and and then something is like, damn, like how can I be as smooth as James? Like, what what do I? It, it doesn't have to be like that. It's like, yo, let James be as smooth as he can, and like let him shine with that. And and and, and when that happens, and when James, when you when you take the reins on things, and you have like this episode. What? Well, all the things that you said. Like, okay. we, we need to clip a bunch of stuff in this episode because it's been great. Mm-hmm. You've been, you've been. You yeah, that's be that's every episode, episode pretty much. Man. Like, let's be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Know, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it's you know, I I I feel extremely lucky to have you guys, you know, on this journey with me, and you know, oh, it's yeah. it's nothing but up from here. Like, there's you know, yeah. Hopefully, after mm-hmm. you know this pandemic, because y'all were still in the pandemic, um, you know, I'd love to do more yes. like you know uh, in person shows, uh, you know, more little more studio sessions. Like, so like how we we're doing, that's unfortunate for a minute. Like the dining studio sessions. Yep, that's yep. something that's gonna be in the cards. I'm here for um, it, man. And more live know, streams. It's, it's more content. More, you know. More live streams. We're back on Twitch. I'm not gonna make any promises about YouTube anytime soon, but that's something else that we're we're looking at. Uh, it's just it's just timing wise, and and we you know it's it's something that I think once we get past that hump, 
it's just it's just gonna pick up it's gonna keep picking up so you know once again you know another cheers to you guys cheers to you know, my co-hosts um i feel like i have to say this but cheers, cheers <laughs> to my girlfriend for you know putting up with uh you know my crazy yeah shout out to you because yep, uh, i do a lot <laughs> i you know i'm do, I, do, I do two shows. Um, about to do another. That's something. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you guys are like, "What is he doing?" Yes, uh, but well, you know that, that's something that's going to come up. This, this, this. There's some things that are in in the works, and uh, it's nothing but up. Shows like, I'm excited shows. for this journey. Let's I'm do it. On. You know, it's a start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else? Anything else you, you want to throw out there before we, we head out we for the long week? Enough. I appreciate you listening to us reminisce about the good old sure. days, yeah. which are sure. the days still to come. Plenty of time works. <laughs> but, um, no, I think I've got everything. Roddy, you good? Yeah, I think I am good. I would just end by saying that, uh, you know, if you like what you've heard, if you are just listening for the first time on episode 100, first of all, congratulations. You have stuck around for for a lot like today. So, yeah, I appreciate you listening to us reminisce for a bit. Um, we are on every single platform you could think of. Spotify, Apple Music, that's a big one, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, please give us a like, comment, rating. Um, you know, it helps with our visibility on the platform. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Uh yeah, I double everything Roddy said. Most definitely, we could not do this without y'all. The most important part of this, after all. Um, and let us know what you want to see. Let us know what we can improve on. Um, hit us up on any way you know how. We got us on Facebook. You got us on Instagram. You have us on email. Was it should I play that fan mail at gmail dot com? Did I get that right? Okay. Yeah. Um. We we're trying to grow. If, more so than anything mm-hmm. else. We don't just want to be here doing the same thing 100 episodes from now. We want this to continue to evolve, and we can't do that without your input. So please um, feel free to let us know what you want to see, what we want to, what you want to change, what you don't like. All that stuff matters. Can't guarantee it'll go away, but I'll hear you. And uh, that's all I got. So, yeah, so, you know, with that, you know, we're signing out for, you know, another episode. You know what's funny? I wanted to do a uh, an Easter egg and completely forgot to do it because of my schedule. I'm so busy. You know, th- when we first started oh, the no. show, I had, oh, like, no. wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I don't That's think I too bad. I had, like, I was trying to rewrite all that. Oh, was this your Damn, list of 100 things to do? This opportunity. Oh, oh my boy. God. But... Yeah, you know, drinking water, eating your vegetables, Call moisturizing your, loved ones. your ankles. Uh, what else was it off the top of my head? Back, call up your loved ones. Um, back up your PC. Back up your phone. Let's see. Update your passwords. Back up your PC. What else do we have? Mm-hmm. Change your passwords. Use a password <laughs> locker. These are uh, ones. Get the uh, best value in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> best value in gaming. That's the new. That's the newest one. Second best, best value, value in gaming. gaming should I play pass. that? Uh, hey, mm-hmm. free ninety nine. Can't beat that. 
It's true. Uh, it seems about two hours of your time, but we'll figure it out. Great, great value. <laughs> but all in all, but 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 all in all, uh, just be great. Be be I treat people how you want to be treated. Um, stop that. Stop the hate. Stop the con- like. Stop the conspiracy theories. Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. Um, yeah, dog. Just. Send love. Yeah, stay safe. <laughs> All of that, and and most and and mostly, you know, stay beastly. Uh, and that and that's a throwback in itself. If you know, you know. If you don't, you will know. Or or if you want to do your homework, go all the way back to boy. old media beast stuff. If you can find it, it's out there. It's, it's still out there. It's still out there in a wild. I found it the other day. Uh, I was looking at uh, Media Beast. Should I play or should I watch that? Classic stuff. Classic stuff. Maybe it's time for a revive. You guys, I said, yes, I remember the reactor. uh, The the reactor. Our. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's like that's like the the spiritual predecessor. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I remember being in college making like a highlight reel for like all the stuff that we're doing and and specifically there was an episode of the reactor where we're talking about like love and then james of course with the singer i remember loves too (laughs) what else (sighs) it was so good always got one effortless effortless it was a good time just gotta know the audience effortless oh man you gotta tell us about this third podcast when we get out of here, Chris. I didn't know about this. Yeah, wrap wrap, wrap us up so you can tell us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, just like the guy said, go ahead and follow us on our social medias. Please message us. Please comment. We want to interact with you. Um, with that, we're signing out for another week. Y'all, stay safe. Wear your mask. Drink water. Yeah. Stay basically. Peace. Jeez.